What is up, people? Oh my gosh, it's been so long. It's been like, through what, two weeks? It's been a while. I just want to formally apologize to everybody who actually keeps up with the podcast and listens to it because I know that two weeks could probably be a long time when you're actually invested in something and you just want to listen to it all the time. So I do apologize, y'all. Life kind of like just took a swing. Um, my job kind of just took a swing. And also my computer was acting mad weird for like a week or two. Like it was, it reset by itself. Then it wouldn't cut on for a while. Every time I pressed like the button to turn it on, it just would not cut on. And then when it cut on, like basically everything kind of reset itself. I don't know if it updated or if some way, somehow it just, I don't know. Cause I really don't touch my, my uh, MacBook unless I'm recording a podcast. So when I decided to turn it on, it just wasn't working. So I do apologize y'all. Life has been hectic. I don't know about y'all. I hope that y'all been enjoying these last two weeks of life. I don't know what y'all been doing, but I know for me it's been hectic. Work has been work has been work, okay? Like I just been I don't know. I just been in this phase where I'm just kind of like I don't really know what's next. I've been kind of exploring like different things that I been wanting to do as far as my career I've also applied for a master's program and I got in for um, homeland security with a intelligence in not intelligence a concentration in intelligence so I was excited about that y'all and then I got some heartbreaking news that I won't be able to actually start the program until um, my account for how I'm going to pay through the army gets updated because right now it's like still in cadet mode and I'm a soldier I'm not a cadet anymore so I have to wait for that to get updated I'm probably going to try to call next week to see if like they could expedite it and get get it figured out okay so that I could start my classes because I really really wanted to start them September 5th but I also need to have my form in for some type of form of payment within eight days and actually seven because it was yesterday that the guy had called me saying hey you need to have this form in or you know, you're not going to be able to register for classes. So it's definitely a, been a struggle, but I honestly feel like it's been a sign in a way too, because I was kind of trying to rush myself, you know, into starting my master's program, like as soon as possible. And then I think this is God's way of saying like, you know, slow down, relax. Like right now is not the right time. Um, you know, and what's crazy is I seen a post on Instagram that said, um, things that God will do and then things that Satan will do and one of it was pressure you or make you feel rushed into doing things and I don't know why I just felt like I was rushed into starting my master's and I also was super flustered because like I needed to go get a desktop I needed to get a desk I needed to get a lot of things in a short amount of time and most importantly I needed to get my damn hair right so yeah y'all that's been and then I had got sick. I think I told y'all about me being sick, but I'm not sure. It's been a while. And honestly, y'all, I don't listen to my pod. I really don't listen to my own podcast. So I don't remember if I told y'all about me being sick. But yeah, I had caught a really bad fever. And I was in a hospital for like a day, not even a day, for a few hours. And I was, yeah, I wasn't feeling the best. So, yep. But yeah i'm happy to be back i'm happy to be recording again it's been a it's been a minute uh so the story for this week i have not picked a name for it but it is about 
homelessness and me just really like going through a rough phase I would say once I hit college um I went to college in 20 I graduated high school in 2017 so yeah I went to college 2017 fall and you know it was just it was hard I would say like I didn't expect it to be that way like I went to college off the strength that you know I would try to do something with my life, but I had no idea what I even wanted to do with my life. I kind of was like, I would say pressured in a way because I was surrounded by so many people at school and it's also kind of a good thing, but I was surrounded by so many people at school who like, you know, they were going to college and making plans for their future after high school. And I just, I felt like I didn't have really a plan. So I'm like, well, if I go to college, that'll be the start of a plan. I don't know what the rest will entail of, but you know, like, why not? And I was, you know, really kind of interested in psychology. And um, I was like, my my psych teacher in high school was like, Mills, well, Mills, I'm so used to people calling me Mills. She was like, Maisha, I really think that you should pursue psychology, you know, because it seems like it fits you. You've been like, you know, great in my class. And, you know, so just go for it. So I went and I applied for colleges it was crazy is I don't even know how I got into these colleges because I didn't have a good SAT score and if I'm being completely transparent I think I honestly had like a 900 and that is horrible like that is like I feel I felt dumb I would say because one nobody ever really gave me the resources I needed to like really study for SAT honestly and when I did have the resources I kind of just didn't know how to utilize them I would say so I went into college just applying still submitting SAT scores even though it was a 900 something and I still got accepted but I don't know how I really honestly don't and I was just talking to excuse me another lieutenant about this because we both were like colleges like I don't know why college needs your SAT score to determine if you know you should be able to get in this college at the end of the day y'all want my money it's all about the money game it's all about the numbers game too and it's like hmm I submitted my SAT scores or I took an SAT and it really didn't even matter the outcome of my college career because I graduated with a 3.7 magnum cum laude and made the dean's list every semester of my college career so it was like my, my SAT score being a 900 and then coming out the top of my class in college it was just like did it really define me back then? And I kind of thought it did. I kind of felt pressured, like I said, to go to college because I was just surrounded by a lot of my peers who were smart and who had a plan for their future. Um, I applied for a few colleges and me and my sister both got accepted into the same college. And we both was like, you know, we gonna go, we gonna go together. If we gonna go, we gonna go together. So, you know, that's what we did. We went to college um, in Ohio at Central State University. Y'all, when I say that college, I tell you all this, that college, when it comes to festivities, was lit as fuck. Like, there was never a dull moment at that college. It was never a time where I felt like, bro, this shit is boring. Like, there was always something to do. There was always plans, always moves. Like, and I was just around it. I feel like I was, well, the peer group that I was with, we were so awkwardly, not people that you would see hang out together, but somehow just wound up like being in a clique and it just worked for us. Like me and my sister, like we just, and I had my sister. So it wasn't like I was, you know, completely around people that who just weren't like me. Like as long as I had my sister with me and we used to go out together and stuff like that, I didn't really have a problem for real. But 
Central State University was lit when it came to the festives and stuff like y'all y'all know how you on the movies where y'all see like the colleges have like the dogs on on a yard and stuff like that that's literally how the college was like they used to walk they used to not walk in they used to roll in with like they big old you know cars with the wheels the big shiny wheels and the dogs on a bait on a base on a campus and stuff like that y'all it was really like it felt like a movie kind of because of how lit and how fun it was like I don't know maybe it's just because I was straight out of high school that I just I felt young I felt ready to just be a college student and I went in just confident I went in with a plan honestly I, I I've always been the type of person I would say to have a plan when it came to academics like I don't care what it was if I know that I have like when I went into college, they used to hand out our civil, our syllabus, of course, the first week. And I used to literally write down and plan out what assignments I'm going to do what day until the end of the semester. Literally, like, I would have my little to-do list. What do I do? What is due this week? And I used to put it up on Monday and make sure by Friday I'm done everything. So I have the weekend to literally do nothing. And it used to work. It worked out in my favor all through college because of how determined I was to make sure that I got all my work done by Fridays and I remember senior year of college y'all I was taking 23 credits and you got to get approved for more than 21 I was taking 23 credits but because the psych department knew me as a person who worked hard who got the grades who never was a person to you know like slack off or bullshit or you know just just do what you're not supposed to do obviously as a student but I got approved for 23 fucking credits as a fresh as a not a freshman as a senior in college and I literally had to make sure I had a plan for each week because keeping up with close to eight classes in one semester was fucking hectic and then two of the classes were reach research classes like psychology research and then I had a capstone class and uh internship all in that same year it was hectic it was hectic but back to what I was saying I had a plan. I went into college with a plan, of course. I kind of just learned to manage my time well. Like, I know today I have to do this. I know Thursday this is due. So if I have time, I'm going to get it done, and then I'm going to take time to myself. Um, me and my sister definitely, I would say, had a ball our freshman year of college. Um, once we had went back home, that's when things had hit for us because we was homeless. We was, like, legit homeless. Like, I've never been afraid to tell people about what I've been through throughout my life and like I'm telling y'all right now I'm being as tra transparent as possible uh we was homeless like we came home freshman year of college both passed both got you know the best grades that we could and we didn't have a home to go to and I'm not I'm not bashing nobody for anything that has happened throughout my life but it's, it really hurt to come to not have a home to come home to especially because like I told y'all I grew up really going from home to home so for me to think that I had somewhere to go after a damn near traumatic kind of freshman year because you adjusting to being away. I was 10 hours away from home. Thank God I was with my sister. But, like, you know, it, it's just, it was just hard adjusting to, like, actually, you know, growing into adulthood at that point. And to go home to nothing, like, I, we literally had to ship our, our uh, belongings and stuff by USPS to my mom's house. And we had to take a Greyhound from Ohio to New Jersey. Now, y'all know y'all math. Ohio to New Jersey is 10 hours. But y'all know how bus routes and train routes, it's going to take a little bit longer. It was sick. It was, 
I believe, 16 hours on a Greyhound of us getting from Ohio to New Jersey because we had nobody to pick us up. Nobody wanted to pick us up. Nobody offered to pick us up. Once we had got dropped off for college, August 9th, I believe, we were literally on our own for the, for the remainder of now till right now. Like, it was ridiculous. It was crazy to me. And me and my sister, like, I kind of just, I needed to hold myself together for my sister because I always feel like I have to be the strong one for her because of, you know, the career path that I'm in and just how headstrong I am about my life and things like that. But to come home to not, to not a home at all, like, you know how much it costs to ship shit from UPS? Anything more than, like, 10 pounds is $1,000. I'm just joking, but dead serious like dead ass it was expensive as fuck for us to ship our stuff home like our shit costs like hundreds of dollars for 50 pound boxes we had to throw so much stuff out too because it was just like do we have the money to ship all our stuff and then we got so much at our trunk party in college that we brought it but we had to throw half of that shit out because where the fuck we gonna put it like where do we have this we don't have a home to put it in I thank God that my mom had the space, you know, to for us to pack some of our stuff, like our clothes and like necessities, I would say. And um, she let us store it at her house. But she, she my mom didn't have space for me and my sister. And, you know, we stayed there when we could, when you know, when she w- wanted to open up her house to us. But it just was hard. It really was. It really was depressing. It really was like, wow. And then... Um, that's when Atlantic City Powell comes into play because there was nights where we slept there on the couch and took showers there and, you know, like kind of really made that our home. Powell has always been a home to me, and I've been so grateful for um, my Aunt Regina who works there and just the family that we've grown there. Um, it was it was hard. It was like I don't know if anybody's ever ex- ex- honestly experienced homelessness, but to grow up moving from home to home and then to come home from – a year that you would think you know where you need your you kind of need your your support system the most and to not have it was like traumatic like my sister didn't even want to go back to college after that because she was like if I go there's a chance that I'm gonna come home and not have a place to go no more and I completely understood her but I used college as a home for me she was seeing it as if I come home I won't have a home but I was seeing it as if I go to college I got a home because I have somewhere to live all the months in the fall, all the months in the spring, all I need is somewhere to stay in the summertime. And that's how I was seeing it. And even in the winter, I, I literally paid to live on campus during winter break because I knew I had nowhere to go. I knew I had nowhere for my things to go. I had to put all my stuff in storage and um, kind of just take what I needed and carry that around. And then COVID had hit and I finally had a place to stay for a while um during COVID I got me a little job I think I was working at McDonald's at the time and then I had got unemployment and I ran it up y'all I'm telling y'all I ran it the fuck up with unemployment like I got I think I was getting like $280 every Monday $280 every Thursday and then they was giving that extra $600 on Mondays and I saved my ass I saved all the money I got every Monday when we got 600 extra dollars put in our bank accounts I literally put that money up and saved it to buy my first car and I was so happy because I was like, you know, if I become homeless again, I could sleep in my car. Like, sad to say it like that, but I really felt like, the fuck? Like, I'm using my car, if anything. And I kind of didn't have to depend on anybody to come pick me up. Like I said, we literally traveled 
from Ohio to New Jersey in a Greyhound. And, y'all, that shit was brutal. Like, it was thousands of fucking stops. We stopped in, like, dirty-ass places where it was just, it felt so uncomfortable. But I was honestly grateful that I had my sister with me because I just don't know how I would have did it by myself. And I remember when I finally had transferred schools because it was just too far away. I transferred to Coppin State, and that's where I had graduated from. And moving to Coppin kind of felt like a refresher because in a way it was like I'm not too far from home if I need to I could catch a, a, a Greyhound which is what I did a few times and um I just remember being in college just on my own really because my sister didn't come um she didn't go back so I went to school by myself this was the first time me and my sister was apart from each other like you know officially not living with each other or seeing each other every day and it was just hard because I feel like God gave me her as a forever friend like that's forever going to be my friend no matter what like I, that's permanently my friend by that God gave me at birth and to go to college and not have her by my side I was like damn I ain't need to make friends because I had my sister with me everywhere but I had to kind of open myself up to you know just making friends and like being out there really I would say I was also just extremely afraid of you know like not having a place to go during the summer times because you know like I went through freshman year going home to not even having a home. So it was it was it was a lot to think about and then it was a semester when, you know, I kinda just I didn't have enough to pay for my tuition. Like I had I had already used um scholarship money. They had gave me scholarship money and then I had like a loan or two that was like three thousand dollars that just didn't cover the rest of my tuition and I just remember sitting in my college dorm and just crying, just literally walking back and forth crying. I was singing For Your Glory, um, this church song, and I just was crying. I just was, like, praying to God, like, God, I don't know how I'm going to do this. I really want to be here. I really want to make something better on myself. But I don't have the resources. I don't have the support, and I don't have the money. And I was just afraid I was going to have to, like, you know, drop out of college and not really continue on with, with the goals that I had in mind for myself as far as being a child psychologist. And I, it was hard. It was stressful. But... I remember going into the, um, I think it was like the financial office, the financial aid office, and telling them, like, I don't have enough to pay for my tuition. And they was like, well, how much do you owe? It was like a thousand something dollars, but I wasn't working in college. I didn't have resources to just go ask somebody, you know, can you give me a thousand eight hundred dollars? And they put, a, they put another scholarship on my account that covered it, and I got money back in a refund check. And I was so grateful, like, I was grateful. I was grateful as fuck because I was like, damn, God, like, you really looking out for me. Like, excuse me, I'm meant to be here. I'm genuinely meant to be here. And that's when I had, like, really started to, like, take college seriously. I mean, it wasn't like I wasn't before, but then I had realized, like, I have a purpose. I have a reason to be here. And I don't know if anybody's ever felt that way in anything in life, not even just college. But, you know, you just sit and you wonder, like, what is my purpose here? Why am I here? There is a reason God will show you eventually. You just got to hold on, stick to it, pray to him. Because I sat in my room for days just crying, just praying to God. Like, God, I don't know what it is that I'm doing right now. I don't know what the plan is. I don't know what you have written out for me. But I'm just asking you to get me through this now. And, y'all, I'm telling y'all, worked out in my favor um, I have a house now. I have a me apartment that's mine. My sister has an apartment that's hers. And we, we have a home, I would say, like, nobody, I, I talk about this so much because I genuinely don't know what it feels like to have a home that I truly, you know, like, I want to, I've never, how can I say this? I never truly had a home that was mine, I would say. That's number one. 
and I never really felt like I was welcomed in anybody else's home and you know like I don't know it just it was just it was stressful it was stressful as fuck but honestly like I said I don't know if anybody has ever experienced homelessness or know how know how it feels to just you know not really feel like they have a place here a place on earth a place in people's lives a home you'll get it I prayed and I honestly what's weird is I always be like God like if you get me out of this phase that I'm in right now I'll be so grateful for you I'll be so grateful I'll be like you know but then I realized that I'm meant to be in what I'm in and the the things that I've been through as far as homelessness and just you know afraid that I'll have to drop out of college and you know all that was for a reason and I just had to stick through it like I remember being at college y'all freshman year me and my sister in Ohio we literally had no food in our dorm rooms at all and nobody was willing to send us like care packages from home like nobody was willing to kind of help us out when like we genuinely needed money to buy food like shit is not cheap and like the cafe yeah we could go eat there but like we didn't we still wanted to have food in our room you know like breakfast lunch like I don't want to have to depend on a cafeteria to eat you know survive I understand like yeah, it's there for me, but also I want to be able to have my own shit in my own room. And I remember us not having anything in our dorm rooms, like nothing, like not even a fucking cheese. And everybody has cheese in the refrigerator. Like we didn't even have cheese. And we went to Walmart and God, I'm sorry, I apologize for sending, but we went to Walmart. I had my little track book bag and we stuffed as much shit as we could in that book bag. And I just remember thinking about like, damn, I have to, I have to do this in order to survive, and I can't imagine the people who are genuinely homeless, with you know no resources, and have to do the same thing as far as like shoplifting and stuff like that. Like, I'm not proud of decisions I made in my past, but to have to go through that just to live, just to survive, like that shit is real. Like, I really sat in Walmart stuffing, talking about cheese. I put cheese in my book bag. Me and my sister, like, we wrecked up on everything and it was like I'm not I'm not gonna say like you know I'm proud of it but like I had no choice like it was literally like do or die like survival kicked in quick because it was like bro I need we need stuff to eat like we're literally like starving and then like when the cafe closes and stuff like that what were we gonna eat like we literally had nothing not even cheese who doesn't have cheese like unless you lactose tolerant but like who doesn't have cheese like seriously like it came to that and I just had to sit and I and that's that's one reason why I feel like I'm excuse me so headstrong now is because well why I keep burping why I'm so headstrong now is because of what I had to go through throughout my past as far as foster care and then college kind of kicked in and really made me like realize I'm dead ass on my own like I don't know if anybody's ever been in some type of like op- eye opening like experience that has made you like really look and think like damn I'm really on my own bro like I don't have nobody and it sucks because you have people like I've seen people around who you know have that support and I sometimes I just get jealous because I'm just like damn I like you know I wish I had, you know, somebody to call when I need $5. Not to say that I can't. Like, I, I I could call my boyfriend. I could text my sister. But as far as, like, family, I can't think of somebody I could call right now and be like, let me get, like, $100 and, and 
and you know like it not be anything more added to it because there is a lot of people out here too who just like they do it to say that they did it they do it to say that hey you owe me and i don't like i don't like that and that's why i'll never depend on nobody or never ask nobody for nothing because i don't never want to feel like i own nobody nothing i don't want to ever make anybody feel like you know like they got one up on me basically because i everything i have i earned that shit myself everything that i have sitting in front of me right now this macbook this microphone this bed this the fucking tv right here is all me like i bought the shit myself i i worked hard for where i'm at and yeah it's just been and what's crazy is i had um damn my mind just like went blank <laughs> dang what the fuck is i about to say i'm so sorry i know y'all experienced this where you just your mind just go blank damn what was i about to say I don't even remember the fuck I genuinely don't remember dang okay well it'll come back to me <laughs> it'll come back to me like five ten minutes I think I gotta look I gotta look at what I was just looking at and then I think it'll come back you know how you gotta like kind of walk yourself through it again to like remember what, what the fuck was I talking about damn I don't even know I really don't okay well anyways so yeah y'all that's that was really like i said that was that shit was like ridiculous i i really i i really believe that god like y'all said like they say god gives his toughest battles to his strongest soldiers and baby i'm looking like the strongest because uh what i've been dealt the hands that i've been dealt the hands that me and my sister have been dealt is ridiculous like and people they come and people who know my story who like genuinely know the things that i've been through throughout my past they'll come to me like girl i don't know how how you this way like how am i so determined how am i like how do i persevere through the events that i've been through because you got people who would have folded homelessness homelessness to live in foster care number one is traumatic in itself so people somebody would have folded after that and then you got going to college and then be homeless after college folded after that like I, I honestly can't even tell you how I how I pushed through after every major event I feel like that I've been throughout my life I've noticed that I made it through and I look back at it and I'm like damn I really had to go through that but at the at the time it felt like hell it felt like bro like I'm not getting through this I'm, I don't know how I'm gonna make it and people just be coming up to me and they just be like I don't know how you doing it girl I don't know how you know like you're this way like how do you you have a degree you went to college like you're in the military like you're smart you're beautiful like how do you how did you you know how is this something that you've been able to attain and I had gotten an award last year at the National Power Convention for um the National Power Alumni of the Year and I had to tell my story to hundreds of people I had to sit in front of hundreds of people and tell them that I was homeless and tell them you know the things that I've been through and it was hard because <laughs> I don't never like tell I don't I don't want people to pity me I don't want people to be like oh yeah let me do this for her because this is what she's been through no I want to earn the shit if I didn't earn it don't give it to me like so well it depends on what it is like if it's it depends on what it is but um like when it comes to titles and things like that I don't want I don't want anybody to feel like you know oh just give it to her because of this no I want to earn it 
and that just comes with everything that I've that I've ever wanted in life like I want to be able to say that I did it I earned it I you know did what I had to do to attain that and getting that award felt great honestly Uh, my boyfriend was there he was recording a speech and I, I started crying because I was so emotional with everything that I've been through and how I just how I'm here today honestly like how I get to sit in my own space and have my own things and have a career for myself and the army wasn't a career that I truly wanted but I'm taking advantage of every resource that I every network and every person that I meet you know like every trial and tribulation and it honestly feels like it's God's plan because a lot of things that I have attained honestly came from me just doing things that I never thought I would do and I really really do encourage everybody to step out your comfort zone I know that we think sometimes that we know it all and it has to go this way and I don't want to do it any other way but I'm telling you sometimes it just comes down to you know let me step out my comfort zone and let me just trust and I'm not I don't want to put God on anybody but just trust in something just have faith in something because shit can get rough shit can get hard and I'm a true example and a prime example of you know, not having things my way most of my life. And I've always felt like, damn, like I've never had anything. But I'm grateful to be here now. I'm grateful to, to, you know, be able to attain things that I want, like buying myself clothes and having money for myself and my own car. And, you know, just being able to keep up with my life because I remember being younger, just not having my own money, not having, you know, not being able to look how I wanted to look and buy the things I wanted to buy um, and just not feeling like, you know, confident in who I am as a person, but the older I get, honestly, I'm only 23, but the older I get, the more I just, I start to come in tune, I would say, well, more with who I am and more what God has planned for me. I don't know what it is, but I'm starting to understand the path of it. I'm starting to understand, you know, like how it's going to get done because, yeah, but I thank you all. That's the end of the story, honestly. I just, I hope that you guys enjoyed it every week. I try to just be transparent with who I am so that it can give you guys just some insight and just inspire. Honestly, I hope that my story inspires somebody to keep pushing because people have, I I mean, I know people who've been through worse than me, but some people don't make it out. Some people don't push through the hard times. They don't make it. And I'm grateful to say that I am here today and I made it and I'm only going to get better as, as I continue on with this journey. So I thank you all for tuning in. Honestly, I am I'm so sorry for two weeks of absence, but I am thankful that my laptop is working and it hasn't cut off and <laughs> I'm OK. So I hope that y'all have a good weekend. It's Friday for me. This week has been super hectic and it's only going to get more hectic, but I am going to try to rest today and drink me some wine because I got me some wine. And yeah, so I thank y'all for tuning in. Honestly, make sure that y'all subscribe, leave a review, please, pretty, pretty, please. And follow the podcast at Me On My Podcast on Instagram. I'm out of here. I thank y'all for tuning in. And this is the Me On My Podcast. Peace.